Thank you for listening to Breakthrough Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. Brought to you by John Crumpton. For more podcasts, news and other events, please visit breakthroughlife.co.za. All right. God's on the move. And He's doing amazing things. Yeah? Just love the prophetic painting this morning. It's all about the new wine that's being poured out. You know, uh, the thing about the wine is that the grapes have to come under pressure for the juice to be released. And you might be feeling like, man, I'm a little under pressure. Don't worry. God's making wine. It's going to be okay. Yeah? Early this morning... Um, you know, I'm, I'm not someone who necessarily wakes up easily in the very early hours. And um, so I'm not sure if it was one of the angels that were just playing with me this morning. But um, before the alarm could go off, at 4.54, he got my attention. I was wide awake, and I'm not normally wide awake at 4.54. I'm just being honest with you. It's church, you know, you've got to be honest. Yeah. And, um, and I said, sort of, okay. I think the Lord's got my attention here. Isaiah 54, verse 4. And a beautiful little scripture there, which says the following. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. I feel the Lord wants us to know that now is not a good time to be involved with fear. Now is not a time to partner with panic and anxiety. There's a lot of it going around, and you can just let it, let it on by. You don't have to embrace it. Come on. God's got good things in store for us. Yeah? And, um, and so we can either tap into all the negativity that's going around... And, um, you know, sounds like all these Transformer guys are being released on the planet. <laughs> but let's, let's choose, let's choose to look at the Lord. Saw a beautiful um, painting that was being shared, you know, across the various platforms and so on. And there's a, an ancient painting of the scene of Daniel in the lion's den. And Daniel is looking up to the Lord and all the lions are behind him. He's not looking at the lions. He's not you know, preoccupied with the danger. He's preoccupied with the Lord. How about that as being a beautiful posture for us in this time? That we focus our attention on the Lord. That we draw strength from Him. Yeah? So we know that the best is yet to come. I, I just loved so many of the, the, the songs we were singing this morning. It's just reinforcing exactly you know, what was on my heart to share with you this morning. But the, this thing of that the best is yet to come. Now listen, we might have to go through some things before we get there. Yeah? The Lord said, I'm taking you out of Egypt and I'm going to take you into a promised land. There was a bit of a journey. It's quite a long journey. We might be facing somewhat of a longish journey, but the Lord is going to carry us through. 
Okay, remember the reason why the Lord gives us prophetic words. The Lord gives us prophetic words before we face a situation so that we know when we're in the valley that the valley isn't the destination. We're going to walk through the valley. So he prophesies and he speaks to us and he says, I'm going to bring you out into an open place. I'm going to bring you through whatever you're going to go through. Whatever you're facing, I'm going to bring you through this. So right now we're facing a lot of stuff, a lot of uncertainty in our nation. Goodness, think of any sphere in our nation and we're in trouble. Okay, so we can focus on the trouble or we can say, Lord, you've given us prophetic words that you were going to pour out your spirit. There's going to be an outpouring of new wine. That revival was going to come. Yeah? So what do you revive? It's the dead things that come back to life. So there are a lot of dead things that we're looking at. Right? There are a lot of bones around. But the Lord can use bones. And he can turn things around. Okay. Turn with me, please to one of my most favorite scriptures, that's Isaiah 61. This morning we are uh, on a little bit of a mission to um, be wrapped up before load shedding hits. So we're, we're going to be moving at a little bit of a, a more rapid pace than we, than we normally would be. Okay, just so that you've got a bit of a context of uh, what we're up against this morning. But I believe in miracles. Yes. Okay. Isaiah 61. The Lord spoke to us this passage. It's great for us to go back and visit the things that the Lord has spoken to us in the past, the prophetic words that are going to carry us through the difficulty that we're facing. All right? We don't always need to have a new word. Sometimes we just need to hold on to the word that He's already given us and ensure that we're still living in the good of what He's previously spoken to us. Let me try these people on this side. Um, so many times we, we get this COVID memory thing going. And we forget what the Lord has given to us. And we're looking for something fresh and new that's going to, you know, like spark us in some kind of a way. And the Lord is saying, listen, I've given you in advance everything you need for this season. Just go back to the pantry. It's there. Just go and draw from what I've already given you. I've given you what you need. Yeah? Sometimes we forget that the Lord's actually put stuff in the pantry for us for such a time as this. And we look at the kitchen counter and there's nothing there. It's, yes, because it's in the pantry. Go and get it from the pantry and you can feast. So we're going to the pantry this morning, Isaiah 61. The Lord spoke this word to us when... We were going through very difficult times as breakthrough family. Um, and the Lord wanted to encourage us and strengthen us bef before we could see the outworking of what He was saying to us. He spoke it in advance. So He would speak scriptures like Isaiah 54. The first three verses, I know we went to verse 4 this morning, but the first three verses was, you know, sing, O barren woman, 
you haven't had children, you can have more children than the one who's married. All right? Enlarge the place of your dwelling. I think there's something in that for us. Stretch your tents. Okay? Get ready for increase because increase is coming. Yeah? And it felt like us four no more back at the time when he spoke that word. Yeah? And so the Lord spoke to us long in advance to say, listen, I'm taking you from where you are to a whole new place. And he spoke in advance. So now this thing of stretching and being flexible, remember that from Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, blessed are the flexible, for they will not be bent out of shape. So we keep flexing, we keep stretching with the Lord because he keeps taking us forward. There's new ground to be taken. There are new things to discover in the Lord. He, we, we want to be those who are growing up into the fullness of the stature of Christ. Which means sometimes we go through some growing pains. Yeah? Sometimes things don't fit so well anymore. Yeah? Some of us, we're not growing this way anymore. Some of us are growing this way. But there's growth. That's one way to look at it. So the Lord spoke to us before. He spoke to us words about what his intention was for us as the people of God. Our nature, our character, who we are together. Part of the family that describes our mission here on the earth comes out of Isaiah 61. So when Jesus, you'll see this in Luke chapter 4, we, we, uh, that's homework for you. Luke chapter 4 from about verse 14 to verse 21. But Jesus, he's come out in the power of the Spirit. This is after the 40 days of, of fasting and he's sorted out the devil. Yay. Alright. And he's in the power of the Spirit and he's going around and he's preaching. There's a bit of a, a time lag and you'll catch it up in the other Gospels, but in Luke 4, then he comes after he's been preaching and moving around, doing miracles. He comes to his home, uh, hometown, and he's in the synagogue, and he opens a scroll, and it's this passage in Isaiah. And he reads from this passage, and then he says, today this is being fulfilled in your hearing. This is amazing. Jesus is giving us the manifesto of his ministry. So now we come to Isaiah 61, which was the origin of what Jesus was referring to because it had been prophesied to him by the prophet Isaiah as to what the Messiah would do. Now the prophet Isaiah, he was in a period preceding hard lockdown. Okay, now I'm taking you back many months where we were talking about what God was doing parallels with the people of God during the captivity and, and lockdown. What God does to his people during times and seasons of lockdown. So we're probably going to experience something of this in the next few weeks. Now you can either let it make you bitter or it can make you better. We're going to have a choice. You can either get filled with anxiety or you can get filled with peace. It's kind of like, wow, thank you, Lord, I got extra time off. Let's choose to step into the heart of God, even if our circumstances become difficult and challenging. 
So Isaiah prophesies, he's in the, about 722 BC, before the Assyrians come and they sort out the northern kingdom, otherwise known as Israel. And they get taken off to, uh, to an exile by the Assyrians. A century later, the Babylonians come and they sort out Judah in the south. And there are three waves. See, there was no fourth wave. Just, come on, man, relax. It's going to be okay. Three waves. They take them off into captivity to Babylon. But Isaiah, he prophesies that God will restore out of lockdown. Out of the captivity. All right. So, Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. Just pause there. In your scriptures, there's a, probably a footnote to say um, that uh, he's going to open the eyes of the blind. So in the Septuagint, which is one of the, was the, the Greek translation, which is what Jesus quotes when he's in Luke chapter 4, he picks up on this thing of the eyes of the blind being opened. And there's a, this, this, this kind of uh, play, if you like, that those who are spiritually blind, they'll come out of their prisons, they'll be able to see, and also physically those who are blind will be able to be healed, they'll be able, they will see. It's powerful stuff, yeah? Verse 2, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Okay, that was speaking about the year of Jubilee. Every 50 years, those who were in debt, all debts canceled. Anyone in for that? Debts canceled. Slaves would go free. All right? If you were sold into slavery to settle the family debts, you would be released. Didn't matter what the debt was or whatever. It didn't matter how long you'd been a slave. At the 50th year, that's it. Everybody goes home. Oh, and if you had expropriation of land without compensation, you got your land back. All right. So I'm, I'm just using our kind of modern day terminology for what they faced back then. All right. So the land would be restored back to the original owners. Slaves go free. All debts canceled. It's a, like a reset. It's crazy, yeah? Guys, resets have been happening over and over and over in history. Don't panic. That's the point. God is God no matter what the season. No matter what's happening in the world environment, no matter what's happening with all kind of political things swaying this way and that way, economies rising, economies falling, nations rising, nations falling, it doesn't matter. The kingdom of God endures forever. That's the point. It doesn't matter how many waves come. It doesn't matter how many variants are released. It really doesn't matter. Don't look at the lions. Look at the Lord. All right. Proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's Jubilee. The day of vengeance of our God. Listen. The vengeance is God against God's enemies. It's not God's vengeance on us, His children. Please don't read it back to front. God is not angry with us. He is good. 
We were singing that. He's good. We talk about revival. Revival is when God shows up. When God showed up, the glory of the Lord to Moses, Moses says, show me your glory. God says, right, I'll do the very thing you asked. And then he proclaims his goodness. God's glory is revealed in his goodness. Go and read that in Exodus. It's astounding, Exodus 33. It's his goodness reveals his glory. His vengeance is against his enemies, not against his children. Judgment day, he's he's judging his enemies. He's not judging his children. It's deliverance day. He's coming to deliver us from the evil one. Finally, yay. All right. To comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion. How? To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness or joy in Joyberg instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Those who are dispirited or downhearted. He's come to give praise and joy and gladness. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter if there's all sorts of negativity coming our way, he's coming to turn it around. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Alternatively, we are going to be for his glory, a place of his glory, a place of revival, a place of his presence when glory shows up. Yay. Two minutes and we're done. They, who's the they? These ones who've been healed, who've been delivered, who've been set free. Those who were the captives but are now being set free. Those who were in slavery but now in free. Us, in other words. We were captive to sin but now we've been set free. We are the ones who will rebuild ancient ruins, restore places long devastated, and renew ruined cities. Rebuild, restore, renew. Come on. You want a vision for 2022? Rebuild, restore, renew. Yay, come on. All right. Aliens, these are not the guys in spaceships. They're just people who live in another place. Will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. So we speak peace to everybody from Zimbabwe at the moment. Speak peace to your hearts. The Lord's got a purpose for you. Don't run away. And you'll be called priests of the Lord. You'll be named ministers of our God. You'll feed on the wealth of nations. Hallelujah, South Africa. And in their riches, you will boast. Instead of their shame, my people receive a double portion. Instead of disgrace, they will rejoice in their inheritance. And so they will inherit a double portion in their land. And everlasting joy will be theirs. Everlasting joy. Come on. All right. We have to end it right there. So would you stand? All of these things in Isaiah 61, it's for us. They are prophesying to us what the Lord is wanting to do. How he's wanting us to live. Jesus lived this way and he wants us to live this way. He's anointing. The Holy Spirit is coming upon us to do these very things. People coming out of prison, out of darkness, blind eyes opening, the brokenhearted being bound up every kind, whether it's emotional Wounding or sickness or disease or physical wounding, sickness or disease, he's coming to sort that out. Debt, 
He's coming to sort that out. Loss, he's coming to restore. And he says, you know what? Actually, I'm going to remove all of your shame. Double portion. Here it comes. Whoa, double portion. Yay. It's the place of favor. Hallelujah. So if you're interested in this, how about you put your hands out? Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're working powerfully in our hearts and our lives, that you're working in our situations, and no matter what is happening on the planet, we choose to look to you. Thank you that you prophesy to us, even before we go into situations, that we are going to come through it and out the other side. So thank you that your church will arise, it will be strong, it will be a place of new wine, of great rejoicing, great freedom, great deliverance, a place of healing where bondages are broken, captives are set free. Hallelujah. Victory in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen, Amen. amen. All right. We will unpack this a little bit more in the next few years. But this is, this is the story. This is what we're on about. Yeah? And this is what we want to live out. All right. So we just want to bless you. If you want prayer for healing, uh, anything, agreement, perhaps there's a financial thing you need agreement with, prayers. If it's a relationship thing, uh, healing, whatever it is, uh, we want to pray for you. So I'm going to invite any of our um, leaders, connect group leaders, uh, people part of the leader circle, please come and join us in the front here. That's your invitation, so you can come now. And uh, if you'd like prayer, please uh, feel free to approach these amazing people. We are going to dismiss everyone now, and uh, you can go and grab a cup of something to drink. And when you see people about to get wet out in the tea garden, that's where the water baptism is going to take place. So we'll give it about 10 minutes. Say, Daryl, do you think 10 minutes be enough time? So in 10 minutes' time, we're going to gather there, going to be a baptism. Hallelujah. It's the first one of a number of baptisms that we're going to have over the coming weeks. Yay. God's on the move. All right. Bless you. Thanks for those joining from home. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Have an amazing God-filled week. Bless you.